Welcome to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and Dee. I'm Maz Mary, And I'm Dana DelVal. Whether you're a person on an addiction sobriety path, or you know someone who is, we're here to talk about our journey with it. And more importantly, we want to help end the stigma and shame of alcoholism. And we want to bring some hope and laughter along the way too. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. Happy March 1st. I almost said May 1st. What if it were May 1st? Oh, there would be no snow out there. No, but if there was still snow out there on May 1st, which has actually happened, it would be quite distressed. That's true. That's true. true. All right. We'll take March 1st. We got through January and February. I think always the hardest months of the year. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, Thanks to... Andrea Hochhalter for a really, really interesting conversation last week. Mm, Um, I just want to say that Senator Mathern wrote, who was a guest with us, I don't know, two or three months ago, probably now, or longer. uh, Senator Mathern wrote to A, commend Andrea on the conversation, but also to remind us all, so I'm passing this along to anyone who listened to the conversation, that the... um, hospital, the mental health hospital in Jamestown is not a hundred years old. There are pieces of it that are, that are no longer being used, but they are still, people can tour them. They are still being talked about. So the mental health facility, it was built in the eighties, I believe Senator Mathern said, and his advocacy is to tear down entirely the buildings that are a hundred plus years old because they are abysmal. So I'm not, um, that doesn't solve all the problems, but it's just a, an addendum to the conversation we had with Andrea. So thank you, Andrea, for joining us. And thanks Senator Mathern for weighing in on that. Uh, more to come as we watch that evolve and process forward. Uh, we're talking today about a quick Seth Godin post, you know, Often we use him because he's he's provocative in his own way. He's a marketing guy, but he often points things out that I think we can pretty easily transition into this conversation. Do you want to read it? No, you can. Okay. So here's his little quick email from this morning. Encouragement and reassurance. Reassurance always runs out. Reassurance implies that the only reason to go forward is because it's certain to work. Reassurance is failure. Encouragement means that someone sees us, understands us, and believes in us, even, especially, when things don't turn out as we hoped. Encouragement lasts. Encouragement is self-fueling and self-fulfilling. So, Dr. Mary, do you have any thoughts on that around daily dose? I'm going to turn the heater off because we forgot to do that. Around daily dose or around um, sobriety and, and this notion of, I, I put as our subject line, reassurance and encouragement or reassurance, reassurance versus encouragement. Do you have a thought on that? I've actually encouraged both. And I want to, I want to stipulate here that sometimes you have to start with one and, and move into the other oh what does that mean because reassurance is it it does run out it's short-lived but it's a starting point 
Can the, you give an example? I, I am. So oh. my story gets better. Okay. I was I was trying to I was trying. I was trying <laughs> you to act. Dramatic I was having yeah. a dramatic pause. I was having a dramatic pause. Dr. Mary, I act enough for both of us. I was us. doing a Shatner. <laughs> okay, sorry. So um, here's here's what I think of my re, my my reassurances. Um, the last I met when I was going into Prairie St. John, which he asked for my date of birth, and I said today, 1970. And she said to me, your 48th year is going to be better. That was short lived, but needed. Mm. The six weeks I was in rehab was encouragement. Oh. Every AA meeting I go to is encouragement. Mm. Because it's setting you up for a path of success. It's almost, and you're going to look at me and go, yep, he's lost it completely. It, I think of this when I read this first. The first thing that popped to my head is that old adage of give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, teach him how to fish, he'll fish, he'll eat for the rest of his life. If you give someone encouragement, they learn how to encourage. If you reinsure someone, it, it's kind of, oh, let's get over let's get you over the first hurdle, which almost everybody can do. It's getting over the next one, it's the hard one. Mm. Now that's how I took this. That's really lovely. Uh and great example, really great example, because you don't have to have gone through rehab and uh, have an ongoing program to to see how that relates to you. Um, I thought, actually, when I read it about the fact that lots of times I have said to you or other people have said to you, I bet you could drink and be just fine, which feels like a reassurance. <laughs> Um, like, oh, I'm sure you can do this. Just try it. And I don't mean that as a criticism. No, but that's a danger of reassuring yourself, right? Well, there. I, I mean, some people can do that. Yeah. So, so that's a reassurance and encouragement, I think, is hey, if this is working, keep doing this. Yes. As opposed to sort of dangling a, well, okay, so you've done that. Let's try this. I'm sure you could do that. Reassurance actually. I think is rarely coming from a place of fact. Oh, I'm sure you could drink and be fine. How am I sure of that? Is what it? am I basing that on? The last time he drank, it wasn't fine. So why would I be so certain? Why would I give him a reassurance that, oh, of course you can drink? And here's a great example. You know, everyone's heard of the phrase false hope. And, you know, it's, it's the hope that kills you. Or false hope is worse than a bullet depending on which macabre movie or book you're reading. <laughs> or country of United yes. Kingdom uh, origin you want to go to. I, I think I, I can I can blame Charles Dickens on, on that slump. But here's an example. If some someone has said to me, oh, sure, I reckon you can drink normally now, I think that's a false reassurance or a false encouragement because they're trying to make themselves feel better because they don't know how to deal with someone who well, doesn't drink in the first place. Maybe. So they're encouraging you to get back on their bandwagon and not yours. Mm. So that sort of makes it seem pretty negative. And I think if we use that example, I... I mean, that's a negative example. I think yeah, you should... Right, but... but someone's my, re watching this and going, oh, actually, what about this? So you know. my, my point is, um, I think there is something to be said for your example to start with that reassurance um let's take it off of drinking and go to something uh oh okay let's go to toddlers babies learning to walk 
you say to a baby, come on, you can do it. You can do it. You don't have any real idea if they can or not. If they're nine and a half months old and they're standing at a coffee table, holding on to the coffee table, you know, doing that great thing babies do where they bounce and they lift one leg and they look like they're going to walk. If you say to a baby, you can do it. Come on, come on. And the baby comes towards you. Almost certainly the baby's going to fall. That reassurance was based in nothing except blind optimism. But what do you do to encourage a baby to learn to walk? You take one of their hands or maybe both of their hands and you slowly help them walk towards you. Or you lift their hands above and you walk behind them and they sort of toddle. Or you put them in one of those bouncy things which strengthens their legs. Or we do all these things which is encouragement which is really really different than come on you can do it kind of even when you know they can't mm. um and then what you do when they fall is you say well that's okay and you help pick them up or if they bump their nose you give them a kiss or you do all these encouraging things so that they don't have a negative memory attached to trying something new so I really appreciate your point about reassurance is a great first mm. moment. And that nurse saying to you, the, the woman checking you in saying, you saying to her, what a way to start my 47th birthday and her saying, but what a way to start your 48th year. Yeah. Absolutely was reassurance with no um, attachment, no help, no stability to it. Just a, in this moment, let me give you this important little glimmer of hope. And then all the other work built on that glimmer and gave you tools and gave yeah. you community and gave you confidence and a safe place to land if you fell and all those things. It's a, it's, and again, we've said this many times, you know, you, you, we always try and bring it back to um, an addiction thing, but it's, it's how everyone can get through life. Everyone's life is full of potholes. Mm. What you do to get you through yesterday gets you to dealing with today. And it's mm. the same thing. Reassurance, um, encouragement, they do, if you do it right, go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, so reassurance is sort of the, the why and encouragement is the how yeah um i mean that's exactly right even you mean i've said it to a student myself so we can do this how are we going to do this and then you hand them the method and they read it and go oh i can do this yeah it's the same sort of thing yeah absolutely um on a complete do you have anything else you want to say no i i brought i brought bought me into it <laughs> well done <laughs> I'm good. See you tomorrow. And I'm wearing my support local <laughs> art shirt, so I feel like we've covered all our bases. Good luck. Um, I do want to say, because I put it into the notes that are in all three places this is streaming live, totally unrelated to Daily Dose, but imperative, I think, for us to all be talking about is Ukraine. So uh, what are we on? Day six? I can't remember, I, that invasion must have started on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, and we didn't address it on Thursday if it had already started. And we don't need to go on and on about it because what could we possibly have to say about it? But my friend, Laura Gassner-Odding sends out a Tuesday newsletter and in it, she sent out the link for a newsletter 
from a guy named Chris something. His name has completely left me because I don't know him. But I included that in the notes because he, um, his name is Chris Penn. Uh, he put in some really incredible links based on research he had done of where you can make donations if you want to donate to the Ukrainian military cause, if you want to donate to the Ukrainian um, non-military citizens who are there, if there are other ways that you want to get involved. Uh, talk about a place that needs encouragement and reassurance. So just do your part, what you can, where you can. They are, wow, hard to hard to fathom what's happening in Ukraine and hard to imagine that it won't start to spill over to the rest of us. So off topic, but more important than anything else well, we could say today. Important thing to bring up. Yeah. All right. On Thursday, we are live with two women who are coming on to talk about tremendous loss. One lost a nephew in her home to overdose and one lost her son to overdose. Mm. So we're going to talk about not just their stories of loss, but what they have done with their lives to make that loss have meaning and to make the lives of those two young men in their families not have been for nothing. So we'll see you on Thursday. Stay safe. Stay warmish. Take care. Figure out where you can encourage and reassure people. And we'll talk to you soon. See you Thursday. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and DD. If you enjoyed the content and want to learn more, head over to Facebook to Daily Dose Dr. Mary DD. You can find us on YouTube under Dana DelVal. And if you want to get signed up for our weekly newsletter, email me at D-A-Y-N-A at D-A-Y-N-A-D-E-L-V-A-L dot com. Have a great day. We hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.